0: Welcome to the Yoga Focus Podcast. I'm Laura Gellner, a yoga therapist, occupational therapist, and the owner of Focused Wellness Therapeutics. I provide one-on-one yoga therapy sessions, small group therapeutic yoga, and online education for yoga teachers that is rooted in science. For more information, check out my website, lauragyoga.com. All right, so next, I want to give you a few suggestions on how to actually explore the poses more deeply. So you're doing all these different practices, right? You're exploring things. You're trying to figure out what feels really good in my body. What practices do I enjoy? Which ones do I look forward to? Which ones excite me? And which ones do I feel like are helping to foster balance within my body? I always like to think if you are a really fiery personality and you are doing hot power vinyasa yoga on a regular basis and you're the person sneaking out of the room at the end when they're doing shavasana because you can't sit still, your practice is actually facilitating imbalance. You are feeding into that fire too much. So gently you want to start to bring things into your practice that are going to create more balance. a Little bit of the opposite end of the spectrum, maybe a little bit of yin, that might be hard to jump into a full yin class, but something that has just little bits of stillness to start to introduce you to, being still, slowing down, turning inward, because that can be very difficult, especially if you are an unbalanced pitta or vada, so an air or a fire element, that can be extremely challenging. All right, so here are the things that I recommend when you're trying to explore postures. You can kind of put this into a lot of different practices, but the first one is watching your breath, but watching it in a really specific way. Each of the different shapes or movements that you are doing on your mat are going to have a different impact on your breathing. If you are in a forward bend versus a twist, your breathing is going to feel different. And I want you to get super curious about noticing when I'm in this twist, what does my breath feel like? Where does it feel easy to inhale? How does it feel to exhale? What does the exhale do to my pose? Do I feel it change anything? So you're watching very intently the interaction between your breathing and the posture. It is endlessly interesting to me. I could do, one pose for an hour and just watch my breath and watch that interaction between the breath and the pose and the pose and the breath how they influence each other back and forth once you harness that you will never be bored on your yoga mat ever again even if it's like an hour of child's pose you will be so fascinated by what is happening okay the next one that is also endlessly interesting is watching the energetic impact that that pose has on you. There are so many different lenses that you could look at this through. If you have done any studying about the chakra system, you could try to pay attention to different energy centers within the body and notice if it's creating balance or creating opening in that specific energy center. If you are familiar with the nadis, the energy Um, I'll call them vessels (laughs) or energy pathways through the body you could try to notice while I'm in this pose what is happening within my energetic system do I feel more energy flowing to a certain area do I feel like there's less energy in a certain area I feel like a lot of times with our lower body, I know for me, I tend to be very like head-focused upper body. I can get really stuck in my thoughts. A lot of times I kind of lose focus on my legs and my feet. So focusing on the soles of my feet, focusing on sending energy down into my legs can be an interesting energetic exploration within a pose, especially like a standing pose where the legs are so vital and it helps me to get out of my head and out of my thought process. Okay, where, where is the opening in this pose and where is the grounding in this pose? This is a thing that I love to teach. I love to revisit within a variety of different poses, but it's very similar to what I just talked about with the breath. When you inhale, where do you feel that expansion opening? When you exhale, where is the body grounding? And when you pendulate between the two, you keep alternating your attention, it creates this incredible sense of balance because you're going from one end to the other, back and forth. So you create this kind of dynamic quality within the pose. Even when the pose looks still, the internal experience of that pose is incredibly dynamic. And it brings you toward that center of am I leaning too much into the grounding or am I leaning too much into the opening that can create imbalance within the pose. So you're also trying to look for that middle ground. And that middle ground is going to feel different every time you do that pose. So it's not like a one-time thing like, oh, check off down dog, I figured that one out every time you do it it's going to be different so there's always that little space for exploration and getting to know that pose better okay here's an important question that i encourage my students to ask themselves and this question is so important in customizing your own practice and making sure that your practice is meeting your own needs so when i would teach a group class and it was an open class anybody could come in at the studio, I would have maybe eight people in front of me. And within those eight people, I had a couple people who actually had hypermobility syndrome. I had one student who did gymnastics when they were younger, very, very flexible. I had another student who was a dancer, did ballet for many years, very hyperflexible. And then I had another group of students who were a little bit toward the older age range, they had a desk job, tended to be very tight, very stiff. So within my class I would encourage my students to make choices within the pose and it was based on these questions of, is my body already very flexible? Am I the Gumby person who actually needs to draw in and create more stability and more strength? Or, Am I the person who tends to be really stiff and hold a lot of tension where I'm trying to create softness opening and space? So you can actually do both of those things within the same exact pose. The whole room might be in downward facing dog and I would say to my students, okay, if you are cultivating strength in your pose today, engage your muscles, push into the ground more firmly. See if you can create more effort through your leg muscles, draw and scoop up through your abdominal muscles. And then for my students who are cultivating softness and flexibility, I would focus on breathing into the upper back, using the breath to create opening and space, feeling that pull of gravity. How does that help you to settle toward the mat? focus on the contact of the feet toward the mat, whatever part of the feet are touching the mat, feeling that drawing down and that heaviness through the heels to create space through the back of the legs. So same exact pose, all of my students are in the same pose, but they're thinking about it in a slightly different way. And that means that that individual person's needs are going to be met better, even within the scope of a group practice, which is very challenging. I can tell you from years of teaching group class, so hard to meet the needs of every person in that room. The best way to do it is to encourage them to make internal choices about the pose. All right, last one here, because this one's getting a little long, but thinking about what sensations do I feel in my body and then going down another layer and another layer and another layer, going down to the subtler sensations, because this is kind of like, we're sort of sharpening our edge. We want to get so good at noticing what's happening within our body. And the postures are the playground, right? The postures are the place where we learn about sensation, we learn about movement, we learn about inhabiting this container, this human body. So when you notice your first layer of sensations, very often number one layer that your brain is going to notice is actually pain and discomfort because those get priority in our nervous system but then you expand out past that and you go, okay, I feel that tightness in my lower back. I feel a little achy in the back of my neck, but what else is there? Are there places in my body that feel good? Are there places in my body that I feel pressure? Do I feel stretch? Any other sorts of sensory input that you can start to notice? And then ask yourself again, okay, go down another layer what is even subtler that I have to pay really close attention to notice. So that process is going to help you to sharpen your edge and to get you that much more in touch with your body. Okay, so we'll end this section with a quote from Donna Fari, one of my favorite teachers. The asanas are helpful maps to explore yourself, but they are not the territory. So Donna is encouraging us to use the postures for what they are, for self-exploration, for learning about ourselves, but don't stop there. Keep going. Yoga as a whole is so much larger than the postures. They are wonderful tools and I love them, but keep going, keep exploring. Okay, in the next section, we're going to be talking about some skills to cultivate curiosity and playfulness on the mat. And this is something that I feel like can help you to enjoy your practice so much more. All right, thanks for being here and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for being here on the Yoga Focus podcast. I'm Laura Gellner. If you would like to stay connected to more yoga resources, You can follow me on Instagram at lauragyoga. I have many YouTube videos at Laura Gellner, The Yoga Focus Method, and you can find links to my book, Yoga Therapy at the Wall, and all of my online courses at my website, lauragyoga.com. Thanks so much for being here.